everybody, welcome in. It's the wrap. Tom Mazaway and my partner Clarence Black in the house here at the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios in Farmington for NRM Streamcast. We are on another week, another lion loss, another one they gave away, another blown double digit lead. That's four straight. That, my friends, is an NFL record. NFL record. Yes. Four straight double digit leads, and they go and piddle the game away. And they've lost 11 in a row as well. Let's add that in there as well. What's going on, CB? How are you? You know, man, I'm, I'm, you know, it's weird. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying this NFL. Uh, it's football's back. I'm oh, happy. Oh, God, right, it's man. so great. Did you see that Raider game? Yeah. Oh, man, it's crazy. That was great. It's amazing. Great. The Death Star. Oh. I mean, how badass is that thing? It's look? badass. And they look um, badass. I, the, the Raiders are one of those teams where when the Raiders are good, the league is just better. Oh, God, yeah. And then it also gives you, I think you the Chiefs need that divisional rival. You know what I'm saying? Hell so yeah. it's good. That used to be their hated rival. Yes, I know. When I was yeah, a kid, they fist yeah. fight. Yeah. That was deep AFL hatred. Um, Al Davis against Lamar Hunt. I mean, I mean, I just I love so much of what I saw. I mean, Justin Herbert, right? Yeah. Comes out like beautiful. Proves beautiful. Throws. Proves it just. Just I watched amazing. him, and you watched him as well yeah, uh, in man. the uh, preseason for yes. uh, HBO. Hard right. Knocks. Yeah, Hard Knocks. So we got to see him, got to see the Rams. Um, so it's, it's two teams that I kind of keep my eye on. And how about the the Rams reinvent themselves? Yeah. The Rams go back to, let's disrupt, let's disrupt the other team's offensive line, and let's spread the ball around. And what do you know? And I don't that? know who the hell the running back is. No, but I mean, it's each like, guy's a different. You got I Henderson, mean, you got Malcolm yeah, Brown, you got uh, the rookie. Acres. All of a sudden now, man, and remember what I told you, man. It's going to be the the. It is the best division in football. It was, and until it all those was injuries. until. But I mean, it could be the Cardinals division, dude. That that they're, is they're freaks. That is going to be without doubt. Those are going to be must watch, bro. 425 is going to be the new yeah. like it, the way the way the N, the way the NFC East used to be. Yeah. When it was Dallas, Washington, you you just like Giants, just just bang, yeah, just banging each other. Redskins. I mean and and here's the thing. So the Niners are done. The Niners are done. Done. They're done. It doesn't look good. Bose ACL? Yeah. Done. They got quite so a Bose number of done. Most of Garoppolo's, uh, Kittle. Yeah. They won't have the time to make it up, but we'll keep an eye on them, right? We'll keep an eye on them. But I mean, dude, just freaking the Rams, the Seahawks, you know, and the like. Cardinals are like. I'm a Seahawk guy. Oh, well, that. It, How good are they? Best How quarterback. Good was that game? Best that quarterback in football. Game. Yeah, best quarterback in football. Russell Wilson. Right I now, if you, if you gave me Mahomes or Russell Wilson, I would take Russell Wilson, period. I think Mahomes. I think Mahomes benefits a lot from the the cast. Oh, he's damn good too. He's man. good too, but I think the cast. You know that, it, bro. And you're throwing a Kelsey. I mean, you're throwing the Hall of Famers. You're throwing the Hall of Famers now. Metcalf and Lockett are solid, and Greg Olson. Okay, could Greg Olson be? Yeah, okay. He looks but, off this year. He's old. You know, I mean, he's, he's ready old, for the booth. But I mean, but, you know, just, he'll give you something. Does anybody give you a greater advantage on Sunday than Russell? Freaking Wilson? No, he doesn't know how to lose. And how about Lamar? Just yeah, just oh just, yeah, just the, quietly. The Ravens just casually dominated. Yeah, not winning, dominating. See what next Monday night's game is? Oh yeah, I, yeah you kidding me? The Ravens, ratings, Chiefs. I, I want to get the rating number on it. And here's the funny thing about that: I'm trying to do a math. 
No, it won't be NBA Finals, but who, who, no, whoever is going up against that, like right now, the Stanley Cup, the Stanley Cup is an afterthought. Oh, the yeah. U.S. It Open, the U.S. Open was an afterthought. Yeah, even though there were bad games at one o'clock, I even switched over to the U.S. Open for five minutes. Yeah, on Sunday, yeah. just to get away from the Lions a little bit. And yeah. the Giants were playing on the other channel, and Saquon was down, and man. I just didn't want. And that was a tough one, man. I, I mean, you talk about a blow. You know, I know coming into this year, they thought you know Danny Dimes yeah. and Saquon, and this. They would make a little bit of a, an oh, improvement. It is that's ugly, they, man. It's Katie Bar the door ugly. now. They're going to get one of the top um, three picks probably. Chase Young's legit. He is. What did he do this past week? Disrupt. That's the nice. thing. He's he's a he's one of those people, man. You First can't week measure was a sack him. and a half. Oh, yeah, but you you can't <clears throat> measure him by stats. You measure him yeah. by disruption, and that kid has shown the ability to disrupt. And I mean, the bear, the two and O Bears, yeah. like winning ugly, but winning. And the Packers two and O, but haven't beaten any teams that have won any games. Still, Aaron Rodgers is a beast. Yes, he makes. Those guys look like phenomenal receivers. When he's got just, uh, who's number 17? Devontae Adams. Yeah, Devontae Adams. That's his number one. But I mean, Lazard, Geronimo Allison. I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you have to be afraid of every, he makes every Packer better. Yeah. He is the Teflon, like, coating of like, oh, we got. Like, you feel like when you have Aaron Rodgers, you have body armor. You have body armor when you have Aaron Rodgers, man. He's something. Hey, we got a great guest on the horn, a good friend of the program, Dan Wetzel from Yahoo Sports, joins us, best-selling author. We can go on and on. Dandy, how you doing, man? You're on with Maz and uh, Clarence. Hey, Danny. Yep, can you hear me? I hear you now, buddy. I hear you now. Okay. How's things, man? Doing all right. How's that NFL treating us all? NFL uh, NFL is giving us a pretty damn good product. We were talking about last night's Monday night game uh, with the Raiders and how good that stadium looked. And they basically uh, they punched uh, the Saints right in their mouth. Uh, yeah, great win. I imagine that. Uh, sorry, hold on. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Thanks. I'm still getting feedback. Can you guys call me back? Sure, we'll call you right back, Dan. Thanks. Kels? we got to do something different with these phones, right? We'll get them on here. But what were we just talking about? Talking about uh, Martin uh, Scandal? No, we were talking about the Packers, you and I, before we got Dan on. And, you know, he makes everybody up their game, which is amazing. And you can't – we all kind of sold them out. They won 13 games last year. and People were saying, oh, they didn't beat anyone last year. They're, they're not, they were Teflon last well, year. Well, what was the numbers? The numbers are weird, though. The numbers said the average the average win total of teams that win 13 games the next year, the following year, is nine and a half. Really? Yes. The average win total of teams in the NFL that win 13 games, the, following, the, the win total the following year is nine and a half. So everybody predicted – this drop off just because a lot of people felt like the 13 wins last, but and so I heard somebody say this. Well, you played Detroit twice, you played Chicago twice, mm-hmm. you struggling you know, Minnesota, you struggling right Minnesota, who you just you know you basically own now. You know, so a lot of people kind of you know pissed on the division a little bit, but they're right back. I would take that over nine and a half right now, wouldn't you? Looking at them the first two weeks, I mean, there's something to be said for Detroit and Minnesota got problems. Yeah, but that's not on the Packers. I mean, you play who's in front of you, you dominate them. I mean, you look at what Cleveland did in Week Two. Baltimore made them look like a JV team. They come out in Week Two with a little more fire on Thursday night, 
and go hard against the Bengals, which okay, they're the Bengals and they got they got Burrow throws the ball sixty one times, which I think is a hell of a. They didn't look bad. Hey, listen, I, I mean they played Cleveland, but they if, didn't look bad. They were competitive. The Bengals are going to give a ton of people a ton of problems because when you throw the ball sixty one times, that is stress. Yeah. In a league where flags fly frequently, brother, 61 times is stress. I hope Burrow makes it through the season. Dan Wetzel back on with <laughs> us, and I hope I hope we can hear him better. I hope he can hear us better. Danny Dimes, you there? All right, we'll see how we're doing. All right, sounds yeah. good. So far, so good. We're talking about the Raiders last night in that beautiful brand-new stadium uh, out in the desert. Do you ever think you'll see a team in Vegas, first of all? And it, Of course, it had to be the Raiders. I think it would have been an awesome night in Vegas if they had just got the fans, you know. Would oh, have been my electric God. In there. Would have been amazing. Yeah. Great-looking stadium right there on the South Strip. I think uh, it's going to be huge. You know, people are going to want to make those trips. When you get, you know, think about when the Lions get, get a, a game at Las Vegas, how many people are going to want to make that trip. <laughs> That's going to be every uh, team. Know, every team. Right? Yeah. So everyone's going to be rolling out there for that. And, you know, they, they had a plan a long time ago to, to try to get UNLV sports going really well and get football, UNLV football in particular, and play those kind of games where you get, you know, the big non-conference games and stuff like that and uh, just the city. But they, of course, never been too successful with UNLV football. Yeah. So that never panned out, but they will with the NFL. Cause, uh, so it's going to be a, a tough ticket. You know, it's over 2 million people now. There's a lot of just locals. It's going to be, you know, a lot of greater fans are still going to roll in from northern and southern California. Uh, it's going to be probably one of the toughest tickets, not the toughest ticket in the, in, in the NFL uh, going forward because then you're going to have an abnormal amount of road fans who are going to want to be there. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Hey, I'm shocked the NBA didn't get out there yet. I thought they would be the first team, uh, the first league to get out there. When they had the All-Star game out there, yeah. it was magic. Yeah, and they, they play their summer league out there. Yeah. And they do tons of USA basketball camps and exhibition games. So they kind of they kind of have a footprint there. They just have never done an actual team. And so the NHL got in first. And, yep. And now you have, uh, now you have the NFL. T-Mobile could certainly probably handle basketball. Sure. Also, if someone wants to get there, but uh, yeah, I don't know. They never did it. It certainly fits pretty well with with any sport. It, and it's just a different city than it used to be when people really frowned on it. Gambling isn't as big of a deal anymore. Sports wagering legal everywhere. Yeah. You know, they really thought like I always thought it was stupid. Well, if you have a game local, it'd be easier for people to to fix like i don't really think that like whoever's doing the fixing presumably like organized crime yeah scared to go to like another city and try to do it it had never been easy. hey they could fix anything dan my dad's been preaching that to me since i was like eight years yeah. old <laughs> dan dan wetzel joins us yahoo sports columnist <laughs> what'd you say i missed that dan you still there I'm here. All right, sorry, man. I thought I thought I lost you again. Our phones uh, aren't working too good today. Hey, you wrote a great spot, uh, a great story yesterday. When will the Lions hold Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn to the same high standards as they did to Jim Caldwell? It was very well written. It's from a Detroiter's heart. 
you, you feel our pain. You know what we go through here as Detroit fans. I mean, everyone knows it. Caldwell went 9-7 and seven twice, two playoffs. He's 36-28. and 28. Gentlemen, they let him hey, go. listen, it was so good I started to hashtag it. I started to put hashtag <laughs> preach. Yep. Hashtag preach, and Patricia's nine and twenty-four and one. I mean, I mean, we, this this ain't rocket scientist. Although he's a rocket uh, engineer, isn't he? What's going on with with the Lions? When will they ever, ever get this right? Yeah, and I, you know, I was not opposed to the, the Caldwell firing. I didn't think it was necessary, or you know, one of these things that had to happen. But to me, it was a you know, if you're going to have that standard and say, look, we got a really good team here. We don't think this guy can get us to a Super Bowl. And, and there were certainly, you know, I remember that game against Green Bay where they just, they just played the, didn't really cover the, the Hail Mary very well. Uh, I mean, there was, every year there was, there was a game or two that, that they could have won that would have been a big deal. So, you know, fine, you want to make that call. This is pro football. This isn't, uh, you know, Pop Warner, you know, you, you could be, could be demanding but if you're going to do that and then you're going to say all right here's who we're going to hire my buddy from the patriots who's never coached before you know it's not like they brought in an nfl coach or or you know a former super bowl champ or something like that bob quinn vouched for patricia and then this has been a disaster they took a team that at nine and seven was underperforming by their own standards and went six wins, three wins, and you know now we're on an eleven-game losing streak. I mean, this is a joke. Except the jokes on the Lions Us. fans because yep. we're on our third, fourth owner, maybe fourth. And still, no one seems to care, and the players are stuck, and we're wasting away on on uh, you know you wasted a third pick letting lame duck coaches hire them, and you know uh, Stafford's career is just. Getting wasted. He looks like he's regressing. He's regressing this year. He's making a lot of mistakes. He's making a lot of mistakes. He is making a lot of mistakes. And so then you say, well, maybe his trade value now isn't what it would have been a year ago if they had just traded him. Gotten, you know, could they gotten two number ones for him a year ago? Could they get a one and a two? What what could they have gotten? Draft to a, have a whole new regime in here, start over with more. Now what what are we going to have? I don't know. And so... By standing pat, as they so often do, they wasted time. And that's what's funny is because that was the thing Quinn did. He didn't stand pat. He demanded more, and then he brought his buddy in, and now he's demanding less. Dan, what do we know? Because I think the million-dollar question now, and a buddy of mine he said, he, he, he's like, look, I'd be surprised if Patricia still has a job by the time the plane lands back in Detroit. But what do we know about Sheila Ford Hemp? I mean, it is is thus far does she seem to be the kind of person that is is emotionally driven? Is she is she more analytic? Is she a long game, short game? What can you tell us ab- about her that you know that might give us an inkling into what we might see her do? I, I wish I could tell you something, but I don't. I, I don't know. You know, we have all we have so far is she brought these two back and gave them some kind of rough ultimatum of the playoffs or something. Be close. Be close. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the NFL, it's so hard not to be close. Unbelievable. <laughs> like, yes. Especially <laughs> when they're adding an extra playoff spot. Add, add an extra playoff <laughs> spot. 
if you get six to seven wins, you're going to be in it. Yeah. You're close. Seven wins is now close. Oh. So it's like, what is this? This is the standard. This is garbage. I, can they get seven? They got to go. They got to go. Uh, what seven and seven the rest of the way? God, come on, I man. I mean, this is this is just. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she all of a sudden, hey, they get blown out in Arizona, and she makes her statement and says, "I'm not. I'm not my mom and dad. You're out." I don't know. I'm I, very interested to see what she does this year. I'm always uh, bitching on social media about the way the Lions are are perceived. I I say. Was that a question? That they are the worst franchise in all of sports. Where would you put them? And I'm talking Clippers, Browns. I'm ta- How do you not put this team as the number one underachieving team in sports? I, I, yeah, I don't think there's any other. I, I, I mean, you know, you look at like the Sacramento Kings, but they at least made a couple Western Conference Finals. Correct. Albeit years ago. Um, but it's similar irrelevance. In a lo- I mean, Sacramento Kings have been around a long time. Yeah. And they're just never any good. So it's sort of something like that, but they did have that one run. The idea that since 1957 there's one playoff victory is just ridiculous. It's, it's unheard of. <laughs> Baltimore as, as irrelevant as, say, Jacksonville is. Like Jacksonville's played in, I think, three AFC, AFC championships. championships. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They have their moments. And, you know, look at who they're playing this week. Arizona. The last year, season opens, Arizona's come off a 1-15 season. They hire a guy who got fired as the head coach of Texas Tech. <laughs> and, and and they play to a tie. They got the number one pick, but Kyler, Kyler Murray's great pick, but they made a great pick. One year later. Oh, and what's the line? This It's got to be seven, it, right? I think it I is. Yeah. Okay. It's an exciting team. It's been rebuilt, and it's one year. One year and two weeks later, and where are the Lions? They're worse. It's amazing, and they will. They should get their doors blown off by the Cardinals. They should get run out of the gym. The gym. There's no question. Well, Dan, what what is the what what kind of okay? So it's six by the optimistic, way. Optimistic, optimistic Lions fan will say, okay, well, hey, now we get Galladay back. We know the defense isn't good. We need to put all of this on the offense and open it up and really just go out there and try and sling with people. I mean, is is at this point now, is that the best that they can do, given what we've seen from this defense? Yeah, I mean, there's no indication from the defense that it's going to be very good this year. I mean, it, it, obviously, one thing about the NFL, it's built on people like us and fans overreacting. It's a league of overreaction. So one day this guy looks like a Hall of Famer, then he's a bump. It's back and forth. <laughs> it's a long season. So we will we will concede that absolutely the Lions can go out Sunday and win the game. Stafford can start playing much better. The defense can tell all sorts of things can happen. Sure. But what indication do we have so far that it's gonna be a good defensive team? So yeah, you're gonna have to put it on Stafford, he's your best player. Galladay's a very, very good player, and you're going to have to try to score a lot of points because I don't think Arizona is going to be held to much of anything. If, if Mitchell Trubisky can rip you for three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, then – Wait till this kid gets us. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, who isn't? And so, DeAndre Hopkins, the way he's playing. You've seen him out there, man. It's like DeAndre a bullet. Hopkins, it's like a, pl- it's yeah. like a pinball game. And Larry Fitzgerald on the other side. Not now bad. you have to put a CUDA up against one of these guys. And he's still trying to get his, you know, he's trying to figure things out. Hopefully he's better than what he looked on Sunday. But, 
that's a t- you know, it's just they're just in a bad spot. Yeah. So they got to show us something. I I appreciate Lion fan who is optimistic. I'm just don't know what you took from the first two games that made you optimistic. They had leads. <laughs> they had double digit leads. They did lead. Uh, they did. They did start well against Green Bay. Well, I mean, look, uh, there's something. Uh, all right. Looks like he can still go. I mean, it's a few guys. They got some guys, but not enough. Wait. A minute. Speaking of Okuda, you brought Okuda up. You hear the latest uh, buzz around our town that maybe Quinn and Patricia weren't on the same page drafting Okuda. Maybe, maybe they wanted Derek Brown. Maybe Patricia wanted Derek Brown. Not that he's killing anything right now, but. I mean, do you, what, do you put anything into that? I, I wouldn't. I know they denied it. I, it that's completely normal. I mean, they they were draft draft or draft rooms are always arguing about right. guys. So the fact one preferred to him, and it'd be a different thing if it, Patricia was saying Jeff Akuda can't play dead in a cowboy movie. We don't want him. It's another if you say, I'd rather have Brown, or I'd rather... I mean, you're, you're at the top of that draft. These are all good players. So, I, I don't take a whole lot out of that. I think it's, it's, it's commonplace. I love that rather of yours. I feel like I'm talking to JFK here. <laughs> I love it. Good job. Hey, Dan, before we let you go, you got to tackle the Big Ten for us. Do you agree that they should have come back? Do you agree how they handled everything? What's your take on college football going forward? Um, yeah, I mean, I think once you have daily um, – once you have the ability to rapid test, which they certainly think they will by the end of October, then I think it's, it's fairly good prospect you can play college football. Uh Obviously, it's getting done right now, but it's a little bit perilous. It's a little bit uh, – it's, it's just sort of a wing and a prayer thing. I mean, I think Notre Dame today, they started really well. They just they had to shut down practice today. Who knows if they come back tomorrow. There's been a lot of games canceled. There's a lot of uncertainty. But I have no problem with them coming back to play if they can do it safely and effectively. It's, it's beyond just the safety. It's like how do you – how do you do this if you're missing players all the time? You can't – in the NFL, they can control the players better. The guys go home. They don't go back to apartment complexes and dorms and things. And if you're all of a sudden have to lose three quarterbacks, you sign three guys off the street. So you can make up for it. Um, so, I mean, obviously the Big Ten stumbled PR-wise. They didn't handle it well. They didn't explain themselves well. They got bullied, all the different things. But – the end of the day, I don't. I don't think it's a big deal, and I think they'll be able to play a, a pretty effective season starting in late October. Dan, what? Because I'm I'm struggling with this one. Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields. What do they? What do they have to gain by playing? I, you know, I think they just like playing. I mean, if you're if you're looking analytically or in business purposes, not much, nothing. Trevor Lawrence, nothing. He's already famous. He would sign, you know, a bunch of deals. He'll be the number one pick, so nothing. But he wants to win the Heisman. He wants to win another national championship at Clemson. Um, I think you're seeing guys that are that care about winning football games. And that's if I'm drafting them, I like that. So, but not much in terms of just strictly. I mean, even there really is no difference whether you're the number one pick or the number six pick. 
So those guys really have no reason to come back, but they, they are. Hey, we appreciate them playing. I mean, it's going to be fun to watch them anyway, any way you look at it. So, Dan Wetzel, appreciate you coming on, Danny. We'll uh, talk again and keep on uh, keep on writing good stuff for us. Take care, guys. All right. All right. Oh, we got to figure that out. <clears throat> so, there you go. They like to play. Can you finally just get it over with? They no. like to play? No, it's the dumbest shit out So your kid wants to play, you're still sitting them out, right? No, yep, nope. Right, Dad? Nope. Yep, nope. You good. You did, you, you did your job. You're done. Now who's the You're kid done. from Minnesota that might that wants to play? Oh, now? Rashad, uh, the receiver. Yeah, Rashad. I forget his last it's name. It's okay, but he wants to come back. Stupid. There's going to be some Stupid. players that are going to want to come back. Stupid. Once once it's out there, once it's out there, Clarence, it's like it's like putting candy over here, and I'm not supposed to eat it. But you're leaving candy ask here. Jake I'm going to eat the Kit Ask Kat. Jake Butt about playing meaningless football games. I I hear you. I hear you. Meaningless football. Yeah, games. Yeah, erect them. I know. Meaningless right. football games. Meaningless. Who was the first guy to sit out a, a bowl game? That start? Didn't it start? Um, with, who was it? Might have been Bosa. Was it Bosa? No, he sat out the whole damn half he, of the yeah, season. Yeah, sat out the season. I forgot who it was, but we complained. You can't sit out a bowl game. You can't yeah, sit out a bowl brother, game, but uh, that's the way to do it now. Load management. Hey, thanks to uh, the birthday boy behind the glass, David B. Kelsey as well. Stevie Mack helping us put the show together. Happy birthday, D. Clarence Black, Tom Mazaway. We got more coming back right after this on The Wrap. Rod Beer joins us. Keep it right here on NRM Streamcast.